You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hi, welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, uh, episode three of the season. Uh, I'm John, and I'm joined tonight by Chris and John. How are you doing? Hello. Evening, or hello, or whatever. I've avoided even this John, you've ruined it. Aye, that's your I tried to change the start. Caught. Oh, uh, how you doing? You all right? Yeah, good. Yeah. Looking forward to the start of the big season proper this weekend. Yes. Aye, as opposed to that, Betfred Cup group stages, that's fast. That's all the nonsense, isn't it? It's all been filler before the big. Aye, exactly, aye. Um, so, may as well get straight into it. Europe, Wednesday, Celtic versus Rosenberg, Chris, you were at the game, weren't you? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, all the last season, Celtic were great to watch. I turned up at the one game, they're garbage. <laughs> it wasn't great. Um, um, we were always going to suffer for the fact that we didn't have a striker available, because Griffiths was... Uh, Dembele was... We thought he was only injured for that game, but it turned out as we were heading towards the game that he's out until September, so that's a big blow. Um, but it's all, there's also talk that Griffiths is carrying a knock as well, so he's doubtful for the return leg. So um, whatever didn't work in the first leg, we'll need to try and leg if he doesn't make it. But um, aye, we, we tried playing Vodic as a false nine, I hate that, uh, attacking midfielder, played no strikers. Um, and it didn't work because he kept sitting too deep. So all that really happened was our wingers... Did alright on both sides, but they had nothing to cross it into. Uh, and because there was nothing, there was nobody in the middle pulling the defence about. So, uh, well, even our midfielders like Armstrong and when they dropped back, and even in Jam, never really had anything to get through. Um, in the first half, we had three separate chances, all fell to Forrest. Uh, two of them, he kind of took too long, he took too many touches, so he got closed down. And the third one, he tried to generate power with a header. Now, even the best players in the world struggle with that one, so questionable decision. But I, I, I don't think, I don't think there was anybody stood out as being particularly bad in the game. It just it never quite seemed to work. But like Rosenberg seemed to have all the breaks, um, although not in front of our goal. Fortunately, uh, they had one. Was it? I can't remember the boy's name. Well, he scored not the previous round, but he. All he had to do was hit the target and I think he was going to score and he managed to scout for the ball through the second half. Um, there was a couple of chances that kind of felt a bent and they fluffed entirely. They had one right at the end of the game which Greg God managed to get through. But all of that meant Rosenberg didn't score either. So no way goal, whether that counts for anything in the second leg, we'll wait, need to wait and see. It is going to have to be a case of Celtic going to have to create more because it was about 76 minutes or something before we had a shot on target, which is it's never good at home. But... Um, no, the tie's still alive, and it's not the result we would have wanted to take to Norway, but it's not it's not an overly bad result either. It's a kind of strange one in that way. Yeah, do you think you'll um, make a, a wee change with maybe playing Sinclair through the middle and um, bring John Hayes out wide? Well, we played, a, we played a friendly against Sunderland at the weekend there, and he played Forrest in the middle, which seemed to work a bit better. It certainly worked a bit better playing McGregor behind him as well, because McGregor ended up with a hat-trick. Albeit one of them was the penalty spot, but um, I mean, Sunderland are no great shakes, but I think that there's certainly that will have done a bit of confidence. McGregor didn't feature against Rosenberg, so maybe he's played his way into the second leg. Uh, there was a couple of years ago, McGregor was, was scoring, I think he scored all three of our away fixtures in European qualifying. Dialysis so, first season, yeah. Uh, yeah, aye. Uh, so the, the, if we can play him, maybe we'll, we'll get the goal that we need. But. Um, I, I, he might try Sinclair in the middle. It's the only team I'm better against because Sinclair is better out wide. Confident you'll get through? I wouldn't say confident. Um, I think if we can play the way I know what we're capable of playing, then certainly we'll beat Rosenberg. I think we did live in our luck a little in that first leg with him, uh, and we'd, we will need to create more. Um, if we can get Griffiths back, then I think that'll do it go a long way to give us. Um, but even then, I think. If, if McGregor can maybe play and, and be on form, uh, free Roger up a bit, a bit deeper, Sinclair and Forrest maybe on a bit more luck. Th- there is that there is that thing in the back of your mind that Rosenberg can't play the same way because they'll have to come out eventually. I think they might be quite happy sitting in anyway and count them. So if Celtic can get an early goal and might tease Rosenberg out a bit more, that might, might suit us better. But the longer it goes on 0-0, 
I don't know, it's, it's kind of hard to tell. If, if they score first, then I think it's, we're going to be in serious trouble. Um, but the longer it goes now, no, it could be. So it really shows um, how bad the forgotten man of Scottish football has fallen, Nadia Chifsey, if he's not getting anywhere near that Celtic squad yeah. when the two um, um, recognised strikers are um, both injured. Yeah, and plus, I think Jack Aitchison's on the bench, am I right? Jack Aitchison was on the bench, yeah. Um, Aitchison's part of the B squad because he's one of the youths, so um, we can have as many of them as we want, but Chief G would have to be registered properly and hasn't been, so even if we wanted to play him himself. Uh, but uh, it's he's never shown anything for Celtic it might be, it'd be a good choice I, mean, I would almost rather yeah. go away just, and certainly he got about half an hour against Sunderland and too much as far as more hey, the other end of the pitch as well was it Christopher Ayer came in didn't he because Boyata was out uh, Boyata's been out he's out for about three months or something like that the trouble in this game was Fiatchenko picked up a knock as well so Christopher Ayer came in uh, and gave a good account of himself I think um he, he did well playing alongside Simonovic. I think that definitely helped him. Um, but I, for all uh, Rosenberg had those great chances, I don't think they two did too much wrong. Um, the stadium actually gave Iron Man in a match. I, I think right. I, I, personally, I think Simonovic was even slower than he was. But uh, maybe not do him about it. I put my confidence boost. So uh, I, a decent showing for him. It's a game on at all anywhere. It's on Premier, yeah, Premier Sports. Sports. On Premier Sports as well. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so moving on to Thursday Europa League Aberdeen against Apollon Limazol and you couldn't ask for a much better start for Aberdeen Ryan Christie again yes I tell you uh, what, that, that's really annoying when you're spending 90 minutes not score a goal then our lone player scores for you in four <laughs> ah, well that's him get two assists and two goals not bad in eh? three games so far uh, aye, fantastic I mean straight away I was at the game uh, intensity at the start brilliant with a corner pretty much straight after kick-off. Uh, well, after that, Graham Shinney get booked. You're kind of worrying, right, he's got about 88 minutes left to play. Can he play with the same kind of, the same way he plays? He still continue to play the same way. Rob, I would say, maybe I could play on the man of the match, I think. Um, and then, yes, Ryan Christie uh, started off it with Considine. He kind of broke up play, kind of middle of the park. Christie then played with Guy Steven, crossed back in, and then a, a lovely header from Christie. So that kind of settled in there. You know what it's like, a European kind of fixture. There is a kind of atmosphere whereby I kind of sit in and all that, but also as well, at times, if you're maybe not doing so well, then the crowd goes quiet, but that helped the crowd. The atmosphere was aye, spot on. Um, after that, though, Apple on them is all kind of showed kind of certainly a bit of quality in the counter attack, uh, which will shows they'll definitely definitely bad end over there. Um, they will obviously approach a wee bit differently to what they did last week. And then yeah, second half there was a bit of worry when they equalised. Actually, thought when they equalised, they were probably the better team at that point, and they were maybe the team that were more likely to go on to win it. But thankfully, Shinny that man Shinny pops up there. An absolute screamer of a goal. And yes, 35 40 or, yards or something. Uh, maybe 30 yards, maybe or so. But, uh, well, it was last week, certainly, it should be 35 40. Aye. Certainly helped a bit by their man getting sent off. Um, because that helped create a lot more space in the middle part for Kenny McLean and Shinny uh, to kind of dominate the midfield and also as well. Uh, Apple and Lumps all were quite happy then to sit back even more so than they had been. So. Yeah, Ty, I would still say he's kind of pretty finely poised. Um, but I do think we are more than capable of going over there and scoring, which means they probably need to score three. Well, two to take a extra time. But um, no, I thought we were really good, especially first half hour or so. Um, yeah, really good. Yeah, I only got to, to listen to the game because um, I couldn't find anywhere that had the game live on TV. But uh, it sounded a, a positive first half performance then as you say Apple and grew into the game and got their goal and luckily they went down to 10 men although to be fair that boy should have been sent off earlier on apparently um, well, I'm yeah, only, I yeah. uh, hard to tell from my position but certainly from all accounts afterwards when I can, a lot of people are saying yeah he could have probably gone for that the first tackle I was, pretty, I was pretty far back in the Richard Donald upper so yeah. aye 
Uh, apparently, Shinny was unlucky to get booked as well. Apparently, it was a decent tackle, but at least he didn't let that affect him. Um, and he actually um, managed the game well from his point of view. Make sure he didn't go into daft tackles, but still make sure he won the ball. And then, of course, still was an absolute peach of a goal. I've been saying for a while he should be scoring more goals because he's got that in his locker. Ah, he's only started playing further forward though, because at times last year he was the deeper man and then it was McLean was further forward, but McInnes is going to change around a bit, and certainly since Shinny has been playing as a working kind of advanced midfielder, um, he has been scoring more, so uh, yeah, I think definitely, I think this season, uh, spurred on as well by the fact he's got the captaincy, you, you couldn't ask for a better captain, he should have been captain long before this, um, and he, every time you watch him, you, you, he's, he's all... He's just so good. I still can't understand why he's not getting in Scotland squad, but maybe he'll get a chance this season. Um, leads by example, can pretty much do everything. Uh, there's fairly lot we can't do. Yeah, uh, he's been. I mean, he's been like that for years. He's just advanced his game with us. I mean, he was brilliant at Inverness and should have been in Scotland squad at that point. But you know, it's that's an argument for another day. Um, but as long as he's playing well for us, that's all that matters right now. And, yeah. Um, He's going to be important uh, away from home. I've got to say as well, credit to uh, Anthony O'Connor because he's come in for a bit of criticism. He was absolutely fantastic on Thursday. Um, totally solid. He was like the defender that he was at parts of last season. Um, and yeah, credit to him because I think some people have been thinking it's maybe him that will get dropped uh, when I would expect Arneson will come into the team. But it was Reynolds, the one that was more kind of shaky uh, the other night. So we'll see what happens with that. Because Arneson did come on and we went three at the, we actually went three at the back for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then changed that again once uh, they get a man sent off. And then Reynolds was sacrificed. Do you think uh, Arneson is going to start this week now that we're in I, front? I think he will. I think, I think he'll he either will. play as part of a back five or he'll play in the whole midfield in a yes. 4-1-4-1. I would rather we didn't play a back five. I just I don't think it suits us. Um, so if he, I don't know. Um, I think he will play, but then mm-hmm. where he plays, I would be the equation. The other thing as well, we, we might I think sacrifice either Mackay, Stephen, or Stewart. I don't think they'll both play. Um, I think we'll go a bit more solid in the centre, uh, which probably means Chris they'll have to play a bit wider. Um, and I would, I guess maybe it might be Mackay Stephen at my Stokes. Greg Stewart was pretty good as well. Um, Scott Wright was really positive when he came on as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Looking for the ball all the time, always wanting it. So, McInnes has, def- has mentioned certainly he's going to be involved a lot more this season. He's going to have to be. Um, but yeah, he looked really positive as well. Maynard, um, as much as maybe never looked like scoring, certainly helped our game in terms of pressing. We pressed him really well. Um and he it certainly helped with his, his movement that he um, in terms of pressing them. So that was good. I've seen some fans on the internet writing them off after one game saying, oh, he's not going to score goals for us. <laughs> I think it's a bit early to kind of say that. He, he obviously needs to run the games. Um, but whether he gets that is another different question because that's three games we've played and we've had three different strikers playing. So, so. I would take um, some... Um, so-called experts um, you know, say after three games with Nicky Maynard because when we were signing Adam Rooney people said he wasn't going to score goals um, because he hadn't done well at Oldham but um, he, he did pretty well for himself so I think Maynard it, it all depends on how fit he gets and then if once he rediscovers some form he might start buying a few goals don't know but um, it'll be interesting to see if it's him or stop. I, th- I don't think Rooney's going to start again well I think Rooney was touch and go He's supposed to be out for seven to ten days. Yeah, um, I, I think we should go with Maynard again. Um, me too. Especially away from home, I think it's a, a game that will kind of suit him because we are likely to see less of the ball than we had on Thursday. Um, I would expect. So yeah, I think yeah, go with Maynard again. Um, I suppose another option as well, midfield possibly Tanzi could come in. But well, Tanzi, do you think he could make the the same kind of improvement in his game that? Shinny's made because I've also made the same Inverness Aberdeen jump uh, I don't know to the extent of what Shinny's done but I certainly think that there's a player in there um, and he will improve with Howard and play with better players just be a case of whether he's going to be a regular in the team because I, I think 
McLean and Shenny are certainly first picks in the centre of the park. And I think the way Christie plays, he got to try as much as possible to play him as a, in the kind of number 10 role. He's far more effective there than he is out wide. He can do a job out wide, certainly. Um, but yeah, I think Tansy's going to have to play as well, play his way into the team, certainly. Um, or get a chance maybe due to, I don't know, an injury or suspension. But you kind of, you'd obviously don't want that kind of thing to happen. So, well, we'll see what happens. He's certainly a good addition to the squad. Good addition to the squad. Um, as we know. He might well be more suited in this game um, to McLean if we're going to be needing to, you know, dig out a result. But I still think nah, Kenny McLean will probably start the game in time. So just uh, wait his turn. Yeah, I definitely don't think McLean will be dropped. Um, so, aye, I think it would be either a case of whether Tanti or Arison come in and maybe, as I say, I think Mackay, Stephen or Stuart will drop out. So, but I return legs, play my sports on Thursday. Do you think you're going to go there and try and defend what you've already got or are you going to go there and try and kill the tie? Or I, think we'll, I think we'll do similar to what we did uh, against the Rocky Bridge. I think we'll probably not sit back as such, but I think we'll, I don't think we'll go too gun ho I don't think there's any need for us to. At the same time, though, I think we need to keep them honest and make sure that we're not just sitting back. If you do that, you just invite trouble. So, bit of both, but it's up to them to come at us, and I think that 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 will suit us. Um, We're definitely capable of scoring away from. I think Matt, it's just a gut feeling. I think we need the first goal um, because then you're putting the home home side under a big bit of pressure, needing two goals for extra time and three for um, to win the game. Um, whereas it, the longer it stays now, now you wonder how nervous we're going to get try to protect a one goal lead. Yeah, the the one thing they were certainly targeting was in behind Reynolds and Considine. Uh, that was the area they were trying to expose. They didn't they they didn't particularly get the ball wide much at all. They probably I would say the most impressive player um, out wide was their but the left back the guy that actually scored. Um, they seemed to be kind of prefer kind of playing a bit more through the kind of middle. So I see what happens. They, they certainly look like they're, they're capable of causing us problems, but. Uh, I think we are, we should cause them a few problems as well. Yeah, we're due a change of luck in this round. Uh, we've covered it the last couple of podcasts, um, so I won't go over it again, but hopefully this year will be the year we get to play off round, at least. Yeah, well, it's the first time under McInnes. Uh, we've been ahead after the, the first leg of the third qualifying round, so that's a good, a positive, certainly. We were discussing uh, this in the, the group chat. It's a case of which result would you rather have, the Celtics or Aberdeen's? And it's, it was interesting to see with different opinions on it because uh, Craig reckoned he'd rather have Celtics. I reckoned he'd rather have Aberdeen's. I think I, I'm coming at it from a point of view that Aberdeen have got a lead already. Now, they have conceded that away goal, but it's still in the lead. Aberdeen, as you say, more than capable of scoring over there. So they've always got that. And whereas Celtic, Celtic need to get a goal, Aberdeen don't. And Definitely. But, but, but it's things that worry me is like, like Celtic only scored one goal in three qualifying games away from home last season um, admittedly by the time we got to the group stages if you ignore the, the Barcelona game the other two games in the group away from home were, were uh, scored for us and that would be enough to take us through but you just it, it's, it's nagging things in the back of my head like we don't have a striker fit and if we do he's going to be a doubt um, I just feel like Aberdeen are slightly in a stronger position than Celtic after going into the, the second legs yeah, I would agree, Chris. Uh, based on exactly what you've said, Celtic have got a strong away from home in Europe, whereas away from home we've actually been better. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd rather have something to, to hold on to. Um, that's you know, a defence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, probably moving on, Betfred Cup. Yep. Concluded at the weekend. Um, the, the big shock of the weekend had to be the potty mouth of the Morton tweeter. <laughs> oh, what was he saying? Russell off, strap on. Oh, I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you've been waiting since Saturday to say that, haven't you? You bet. <laughs> like, a, like a giggling schoolboy. I was, yeah. Aye, it was actually yeah. Scott at the footy vlog net that pointed it to me first, and I was in fits of laughter on her head for, like, just, it's, it's ridiculously childish but it's so good 
Yeah, I've seen him said. I can have seen him mention it. So I've been spoken a wee bit last week about uh, Catherine being under pressure. It seems to be actually a recurring theme since last season uh, after they, they lost to Peterhead. But yeah, they went and lost against Hidden Infermland on penalties, but still they, they're out of the cup. Yeah. So first big casual out of the cup. Third, third place in the group with Infermland, Peterhead, East Fife, and Elgin. That's, that's shocking. Um, yeah. I, I know obviously Tynecastle isn't fully complete yet and then they'll now have the next four games away from home to finish off but to, to not beat the Fairman at home in fact they did not lose the penalty shootout as well yeah they lost the penalty they won makes it even worse it wouldn't have mattered they still have finished uh, third behind Peterhead and it was a bit harsh on Peterhead actually because Peterhead finished with nine points and still went out yeah so that was a bit unfortunate for them but um, yeah. no it's, 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 it's looking like uh, Catherine's days are numbered to be honest um, it's a shame because uh, like, there was this pathetic attitude in Scotland that because he's not played in the game at the highest level and was was getting called a laptop manager and stuff like that, somehow this is a bad thing. Now, I don't think personally the concept's a bad thing. I just think Cath was a bad example of it. It's just, it'd be the same as saying, oh, uh, John Barnes, for instance. He was a great player, but a rotten manager, so that proves great players can't be good managers. Whereas, we know that might not necessarily be the so it's, you can't use one guy as an example for an entire uh, managing. Yeah, especially. Sorry, only got John. All I was going to say is, is, is his post-match um, interviews, and he just doesn't come across as someone that really knows what he's trying to say. Um, you know, his communication skills aren't the best, and that comes across to to the players, and they're obviously not buying into what he's trying to say. Um, and he just keeps getting himself muddled up, and you know. Leaving out Jamie Walker was a bit of a risk as well that came back to bite him. I know Walker is potential going to Rangers, um, but you know you try and keep your best player available when you need to win to stay in the competition. You know it's one of only two trophies Hearts can realistically win while well, they're out now, um, and I think Castle will be lucky to survive Christmas. To be honest, he might be lucky to survive August. It's not even four easy games, that's the problem. They open against uh, Celtic, obviously. I think it's Mother and Kamarnik's in there as well. Uh, so they're two kind of tough venues to go to. I can't remember what the other game is, but it's it's, it's not four easy games. So, and the first game at Tynecastle is against ourselves. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so even when they get back, they're, they're up against a, a trick up. Was it? The, the thing as well, when you look at Hearts, we thought that they'd made a couple of kind of decent signings, like sort of, uh, Ben and Lafferty. But uh, and they have, if they can get a manager to use them properly. But it's not going to change. I know it's as well, actually, uh, Jordan McGee's back from his loan spell. At Mid- was it Middlesbrough he was at? Middlesbrough youth team. He went to last year. Um, he's back, but I don't know. They, they certainly... You've got uh, what, ex-players coming out, like Gary McKay, saying that yeah, the appointment probably not right and stuff like that. You just think he'll probably come into more scrutiny as uh, it continues. You never know, he might surprise us all and get us out and get Celtic, but uh, I can't see it. Highly doubtful. I think, um, I wonder if Anne Budge will do what Stuart Milne once did to, in terms of our director of football and go over his head, because obviously Milne had to do that to get rid of Shovel Face McGee in 2010. Um, I wonder if uh, Anne Budge will do that. Um, you know, go above Craig Levine, although the problem is Craig Levine's a shareholder. People forget he's a shareholder as well as a um, director of football. And it's a lot of money to pay Cather off. He's got three years of a three and a half deal left and they've just spent money in the stadium, which I've had to borrow more money for because they didn't progress in the Cups last season. Very good. Yeah. Maybe Levine will take, replace him. I don't think Levine's got the appetite for anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but elsewhere, Group A, Falkirk went through comfortably. Um, Air as well, full points. Motherwell, they were on with full points. And then you had the, the Dundee Derby yesterday. Yeah, with the um, weird introduction at half-time of Wagner as an ordinary Dundee fan. Aye, he's an ordinary fan of quite a lot of teams. He does a lot of these videos for, for teams saying good, good luck and all that type of thing. Yes. Uh, there was a situation last year with the the Junior Cup and he did one for Glen Afton and then he did one for him. Pretty sure he did one for Ockham like that as well. So he, uh, he's just whoever. He just supports everyone. Yes. Everyone has covered money. 
He's easily pimped out, yeah. He supports money, that's a great point. But the Dundee Derby was a bit of a uh, kind of dead rubber because unless one had thumped the other, they were both going through. Um, which obviously never happened because it was a draw. It suited them both. It was another, then a pointless penalty shootout, another one, uh, which Dundee United won it. Aye, Dundee United won yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, and then after all that, they get drawn together in the next round. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but still McCann's played about because he wanted, he said he wanted them straight uh, again in the knockout stages. But yeah, weird, weird situation. They should have put something in place that stops you being drawn against it. There's a lot of things about the group stages that I would. I'm not entirely convinced about. I'm glad they're trying different things, and I'm glad they've got football this early. But it doesn't really help out the teams that are playing in Europe, because right? we could do with competitive games early. And we're not getting, and the only competitive games are getting in Europe because everybody else is playing at the same time. So this all, all this really does is level the playing field because it means everybody's played competitive games by the time they start the uh, by the time they start the league, as is coming up this weekend. Although it doesn't really level it out because the likes of Rangers and St Johnston have had their feet up for a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, oh. Rangers Rangers have been playing there that big European tie against Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, I, I think Rangers and St Johnston have been playing each other the last couple of weeks. They've played about three yeah. times or something. Um, yeah. So that's kept the two of them busy. But yeah, it's, so you've got you've got teams that have played four competitive games now. Um, Celtic and Aberdeen will have played four by the time we get to the league next week. The weekend coming, sorry. Uh, whereas Rangers and St Johnston have played two. So it almost yeah. evens it out, but... It's, yeah, but uh, like the penalty shootout is not really meaning too much. It's 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 quite it's quite American in deciding that it has to be a winner that day. But I I'm not opposed to it. I just I, there's maybe things you can tweak on. Uh, but I think one thing that needs tweaked is against the team you've just played in the group. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that. Should I? I think they should um, you know do what they do in Europe. Like, um, if two teams play each on um, the Champions League, for example, they can't get each other in the next round. But um, Scottish football doesn't have the um, brains to think of something like that. It's, I feel sorry for Air United because they're a CD team and they get drawn away to Hibs. There doesn't seem to be much benefit for uh, Green CD, although Kilmarnock doesn't exactly get a great draw. Yeah, away to Celtic. Another another home tie for Celtic in this cup. Yeah, and Rangers got a home draw. I know, I'm sure. People keep saying this. Yeah. Rangers always get the home draw. Well, Celtic have had a home draw in this trophy for the last like, four or five times now. <laughs> well, I get a home draw because Aberdeen are away to Hamilton. So, yeah. <laughs> it's easy trip for me in the but, next round. Um, I'm probably spoiling things a wee bit here, but um, you know how uh, you asked for predictions for, from us? And we'll come on to it later. I, uh-huh. I, th- I think I've put Aberdeen for League Cup. Can I change it? Because you've been drawn against the team that always beats you. <laughs> no, because we're due to break the hood at some point. <laughs> Uh, so ties will be played the 8th and 9th of August you got Celtic Kilmarnock Falkirk Livingston Hibs Ayart Johnson Party the Tuesday Dundee and Dundee United on BT Sport Hamilton Aberdeen as mentioned Rangers and Fairman and Ross County all kickoffs 7.45 and it's extra time and penalties yeah. it's if just one game it's on the tail end this round isn't it yeah, yeah. that's probably the obvious one so fair enough like that so are you wanting to move on to your uh, predictions, John? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so the blog's not quite ready yet because there was a bit of a delay getting everyone's in. Um, mainly because Craig's away on holiday, to be fair to him. So at least he took time out to give us his. Um, Premiership winners, well, everyone said Celtic, move on. Um, <laughs> the, the Premiership runners-up, everyone, apart from Guess Who said Aberdeen and the Guess Who um, went with Rangers. Craig. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Um, with regards to the top six, um, the only one that didn't have, uh, everyone had a combination of Rangers, St. John's and Hibs and Hearts, apart from yourself, John. You went with Party Thistle. You sneak in there. Aye. Um, which was quite interesting. Hearts. Fair enough. <laughs> I debated that myself, actually. <laughs> I think a lot of people would have been debating that, including Hamish, um, after the weekend. Uh, everyone's went for Hamilton to be bottom, um, which I'm not too surprised about. Um, the second bottom, there's a couple of variations. Like me, John, and just in fact, three of us have went for Motherwell. Um, Hamish has went with Partick, and the gaffer has went with uh, Dundee. 
thinks it, it won't work out for McCann in terms of staying up. I've decided I'm going the other way with Dundee this year. I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna predict to keep winning. So hopefully they lose. <laughs> Reverse psychology. Yep. <laughs> It's, inter- it's yeah. interesting that, that we've got two opposite ends of the scale for how Thistle's season's going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I don't think Thistle have changed our team that much. So I think they can... And I think Archibald, every year they've got better, so I think they'll I think they're capable yeah. of staying top sets. Losing Lindsay is a bit of a ball. It is, yeah. but the Keown's th- coming. Yeah, they've made good signings, I think. Yeah, Spittle's uh, a good signing, I think. Yeah, Spittle yeah. started off well. So, You've still got Chris Doolan that we're going to score goals. Um, I know. I think they still could be all right. Yeah, and there's still time between now and the end of August to sign players. Well, we're not even in August yet. Ah, but, just... by the time this podcast goes out, it will probably be August. <laughs> signed a boy. Not tonight, it'll be. <laughs> 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 right, I think people listen to it. It'll be August because nobody's going to stay up waiting for us. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought so. Um, in the championship, um, a couple of variations between Dundee United and Falkirk. Um, two Johns and Craig went for Dundee United. Chris and uh, Hamish went for uh, Falkirk, which was quite interesting. Well, I grew up that way, so I'm probably biased. <laughs> you think they're due a bit of luck um, after the yeah. playoff yeah, last couple of seasons? They've been all in the playoffs last couple of seasons, they're probably due, I think. I think with Dundee United, they say this call McDonald could be crucial, his experience could be very useful. To be fair, the same time after I made that prediction, so... Mm. I don't know. I, 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 sometimes Scott McDonald can, looks like he's a really useful player to have in our days. He just looks like what he's getting on about. In the in the playoffs, well, John and I have went with, uh, with Falkirk. Christian also went Dundee United in there, and most of us went. The three of us went with St. Man and Inverness. Um, Craig instead of um, St. Man put Queen of South in there, which I think is quite interesting because they've. Struggled in the um, Betfred Cup this season, although they were unbeaten. They only won one game, <laughs> um, and I think there's the jury's out in Gary Naismith um, with some of the supporters that I know there. And Hamish put um, Dan Fairman as his white horse. Oh. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Was that after, goals in that after Saturday's game, or was that before? That was before. Aye. That was because uh, he's the only one that replied to everybody in email. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Spoiling it. <laughs> um, relegation. Everyone's went breaking. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's just better than still. Yeah. Uh, maybe they'll defy us. You never know. Who's, who's their manager just now? Is it, was it not Dan Dodds? Pass. I don't know. We all found Scottish Football Forums podcast yet again. <laughs> we better do our research better. Um, <laughs> Second bottom, most people put uh, put them batting. Just try to see if there was another one. Uh, oh, the gaffers went with Livingston for second bottom. He's um, expecting straight up, straight down, can I? And you're right, yeah. it's done, Dodge. Alright, thank you. Um, in terms of League One, all but one is predicted Wraith Rovers to win it. And the Ayrshire boy has went with his hometown team. I'm not an Ayrshire boy, I stay there, so I have you know. Bye. No, I think he'll do it. Aye, I think he'll do it. I think it's between the two. I think the, the yeah. swinger for, for me was Ray Rovers. I've got um, Buchanan and Spencer, favourite first goal scoring bets for yeah. last season. <laughs> That's always exactly the way I went for them too. <laughs> I think Ayr are full time to be on that league, which could be important. They I, think, I thought they were part time. I thought they were full time. No. I heard talk that they'd gone full time, but maybe they're on. Well, Ian McCall's a decent enough manager at that level anyway. And, um, he was unlucky get relegated with them. They were just just didn't have enough in the end. Um, as for um, in the playoffs, well, everyone's put a variation of Wraith Rovers in there. Um, but Chris, I see that you've got um, Triple A, Aloe and Airdrie. Yep. Yeah. Um, and there's some variations in here. Like, um, but John, you've got Wraith Rovers, Airdrie and Aloe. Craig has went with Aloe, Air and... Queen's Park, um, which is what I've got, <laughs> and Hamish also went with Triple A. I just based mine in last year, basically. Yeah, I teams that did pretty well because I don't know what off about League One and League Two really. I just fancy Queen's Park as a bit of an outsider because they weren't far off last year, and Gus McPherson's not a bad manager, so 
might surprise us. Um, and they've signed quite a few players in the juniors. They like to tap into that market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, three of us went for Stranart to go down. Sorry, two of us went for Stranart to go down. Two, of, two went for Albion Rovers, and John, you went with Forfa. Um, but you've got Stranart in the playoff. Yeah. And there's quite a variation for the playoff. You've got East Fife. Um, Chris has got East Fife. Um, so same as I've went with our broth. And um, Craig has got Forfa. Who's I'll just move on to the League 2 then. Aye, ah, he's winning League 2, aye. <laughs> I think everyone's got Peter Head here. <laughs> I think we've all voted to the cup. <laughs> yeah. Well, every, a lot of people would have put um, Peter Head as promotion favourites last season after the League Cup at his place and they end up going down from League 1. So... Um, I don't think that'll happen this season. I think they've got a strong enough squad. And there's lots of variations. Should be good this year for the charity bit. I would think so. I would think he'll up that league up. But. Yeah. Um, the runners, uh, the second to fourth places is quite interesting. Um, there's a lot of variations. Craig's went with Clyde Stressmuir and Sterling Albion. John, you've got Elgin Annan and Sterling Albion. Uh, Chris, you've got Stressmuir, Elgin, Alwa. Hamish has went Stressmuir, Clyde and Montrose. And I've went with Clyde, Stennis Muir, and as an outside bet, Edinburgh City. You, you just said I went with Stennis Muir, Elgin and Alwa. Stennis Muir, Elgin and Annan. Was it Annan? Yeah. I'm obviously yeah. quite a fan of the E's. Kind of finishing. I've got, I've yes. got you've put down. Oh, sorry. I've typed my part, my, my bad, sorry. Oh. <laughs> we can edit it. Yeah. And as for finishing bottom, most people put Montrose, which Craig put to finish fourth um, <laughs> or so Hamish, oh, so Hamish did Hamish did that uh, sums up week two <laughs> yeah. I can't wait did I go Berwick I think no, you went Berwick yeah um, Craig actually went um, Ken Beath Hamish hasn't actually put anyone down so we'll just put Montrose in his name <laughs> <laughs> just make- to go with the majority <laughs> that's where the majority's went me one other <laughs> um, and the cup winners um Two people have got Aberdeen win the League Cup and me and John have both got us win the Scottish Cup. How much of that, John, is down to heart or, or head? Well, I do. It's, oh, it's the one I want to win. Aye, uh, so... But... Uh, it's about, I, both Cups are pretty much the same to try and win. Uh, so... Aye. I don't see why not. It's good as chances any. Um, and we're... we're Definitely need um, need to win that cup at some point. It's been too long. Um, Plus, as Chris says, we're not going to win the league cup now. We've been John Hamilton. So <laughs> even, though, <laughs> even though, as I said earlier, that's who I've put as the league cup winners, Aberdeen. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I, as much as I would like to think that Celtic could run another treble, never been done in Scottish football history to win back to back trebles. So I can't really see it happening. Um, I, I haven't actually got Celtic winning either of the cups next season. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Might be the reverse psychology thing again. Who'd you go for another cup? Uh, Scottish. Well, I figured, I figured if they get rid of Casino early, then maybe Rangers are just had a chance of winning something. And if it's going to be anything, it'll be the later cup. That's my theory, anyway. Right. And with the Gas to Challenge Cup, two people went with Falkirk, two people went to Dundee United, and I went to St Man. It was Dundee United won it last season, wasn't it? They beat St Man in the final. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I think they'll retain it. Um, I'd be interested to see how many of these predictions are correct or close because especially I mean we looked at League 1 and League 2 last year the difference between like maybe like second and bottom it was like no much so uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens well be cut through I wouldn't I wouldn't read out what everyone said as their main hopes for their team this season because we don't have lots of time in the podcast so you can read it at um, scottishfootballforums.co.uk uh, so when it goes moving, in <laughs> aye right cheers for that John that was good uh, moving on then predictions for the Premiership weekend fixtures oh we need to do a charity bet as well yeah charity bets aye definitely good guys uh, backing us again yes thank so, you starting off you've got last season's champions Celtic against Hearts 12th Saturday Hearts again 
Hearts are just screwed over by us. They're not good. Last season, they were the first team we played in the league at Tynecastle because we'd never got our home game first. Uh, they were then the team that we beat in uh, Tynecastle again to clinch the title. And then when it became a trophy day, guess you turned up for trophy day? Ten, yep, Hearts again. So now they're turned up for flag day. Make sure I complete the set then, eh? Um, so, Chris, predictions. Uh, before Score. I do it, Mackin83 on Twitter says Celtic minus four is good for the, uh, the charity bet. Hashtag Cathro's Jobbers. Um, <laughs> I I won't be as optimistic as him because I still don't know what strikers we're going to have. I, I'm, but having said that, the one team that not playing any strikers worked so well against last season was Hearts. Mind you, it was we did have Patrick Robert against them. So. I'll maybe just go... I'm, I'm, I'm only going to go 2 0 Celtic. 2 0 Celtic, right, okay. Uh, John? Yeah, snap, I'm going to go 2 0 Celtic as well. 2 0 Celtic. Uh, I'm going to go 3 0 Celtic. Uh, the Osmond Bookie, Celtic are 2 11, the draw is 11 2, and the Hearts are 11 1. Um, so. Later on Saturday, the rest. What's that? We need to check what minus four actually is later on. Aye. Uh, one thing about my bookie, and it, they've put Hamilton and Hamilton still on Saturday. It's been changed to Sunday. So, I noticed that there just now. But the other games are Motherwell against Rangers. Um, John, what do you think? Moving on to Sunday already. No, Motherwell Rangers. Are they Sunday as well? They've not been Sunday, that. yeah. That's Sunday. Ah, uh, that's right. I just go with that just because it's in the order of what's on my bookie just now. Um, I'm going to go one each. Uh, Chris? Mm. Nah, 2 0 Rangers. Um, nah, I'll go 2 1 Rangers. Um, the Motherwell 15 4, the draw is 14 5, and Rangers are 4 6. Dundee against Ross County, Chris. Going back to Saturday. Uh, I will Aye. say... Let's go 2-1 Dundee. Uh, John? Um, I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to go 2-1 Ross County. 2-1 Ross County. This is a reverse of the opening day last season. Ross County played Dundee at uh, Dingwall last year. Was that a high scoring? Was it? No, no it was 3-1 that day. To ah, that's quite high scoring. Uh, I noticed... Uh, Ross County assigned Billy McKay. That could be them going down this year. <laughs> well, he's been involved in the two um, teams that went down the last two years, but I doubt Ross County will go down, to be fair. Uh, I'm going to go 1-0. Um, Dundee are 6-4, draws 23-10, and Ross County 17-10. Uh, next up, we've got Kelly against St. Johnson. John? I'm going to go with a um, home victory. I'm going to go 1-0 Kilmarnock. Yep. Uh, you're going 1-0 Kamarnock as well? Yep. I'm going to go 2-1 St Johnston. Uh, Kelly 8-5, draw is 85-40, St Johnston 17-10. Uh, Kamarnock as well just signed Gordon Greer this evening as well. I've seen. So we're going to have quite an experienced centre-back pairing with Broadfoot and him. Uh, the, uh, Greer, I mean. Broadfoot maybe not. Um so I next up Hibs and it's their return to the Premiership at home to Party Thistle. Uh, Chris, I take it they'll get their Championship flag at the same time, yeah. I think they must do, eh? Mm-hmm. It's, it's nice to see they've given the, the Championship team a home game. They, they did this every so often, like the team that got promoted didn't get a home game in their own wee flag day. Um, well, I think they'll, I think they'll get after winning start. Actually, I think we'll, I might go two-one Hibs. Uh, John. Uh, I think it'll be a home victory. I'm um, going to go 2-0. Uh, I'm going for a Desmond. 2-2. I even said it the right way there. Uh, so I, I think we better smart ass early with the whole Aberdeen and Hamilton thing. And then it turned, I forgot about Motherwell Rangers being a Sunday as well. Because it's on Sky, isn't it? Yeah, halfway. Well. Two games are on Sky. Uh, seen as only Rangers and Celtic matter. Um, yeah, have you, have you seen the new layout of Sky's channels with Sky Sports like football and Sky Sports... Premier League and Sky Sports utter garbage sports and oh, a lot of marketing crap yeah usual it's just Sky Sports 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 but uh, I was watching the 
Celtic's Invincible thing that they did cover last season and just before it they had like this graphic which was got Sky Sports Football and it's just Celtic and Rangers I just same last season you, you've forgotten about the team yeah, that are second and everything yeah the Invincible thing if you haven't watched it it isn't bad but they obviously suffer from the fact they don't have Betfred Cup they don't have Europe <laughs> basically anything that Sky don't have the rights to show well at least um, they've got another McCann that's one positive but they need to get a Dandy Walker David Tanner yeah. Um, and that old firm bias. <laughs> Let's see who they bring in to replace McCann. Was it not Chris Boyd for one of the games? Oh. May have been. Did you want a prediction for Aberdeen Hamilton, John? Yeah, aye, oh, on you go. Um, kind of worried about this game in a weird way because we've also got Europe on Thursday. Um, I still think we'll do enough to win. I'm going to go um, a lucky one nothing. No, I'll go two now, Aberdeen. Thank. Uh, yeah, I've got two now as well. Uh, Aberdeen three to ten. The draws four to one. Hamilton seventeen to two. Uh, I don't. Both that we all agreed on was Celtic and they are worth. No, better on. I had a look um, to see if I could get the four, uh, the, the minus four, and you can't. You can get Celtic minus three, eighteen to five, <laughs> as far as you go. Aye. Uh, earlier on, though, was I looking at? Odds before the kind of podcast one fixture I thought in the championship that stood out was Queen of South against Brecon. Queen of South yeah. are eight to thirteen. It's not great odds, but it's all right. So maybe them. I would uh, say another, so. Another one that I'd seen. Oh, who was it on? Was I think it was Wraith, who are seventy-five at Alwa. Alwa. I'm interested to see all I got in this season because they were all progressed through the playoff. That'll be spent What's... against his old club then. Yes. Yeah. What's air away to Albion Rovers? 4 or 7, but. Um... That's not a bad one, actually. I've got it, 4 or 7. Because mm-hmm. air starts the season of fire. Yeah. Peter Header at Annan. That's uh, evens. Think so. Yeah. We could go for 83. Like, Queen of the South there and Peter Head. £10 in that would have done 50 that would be a nice seems, start. Seems perfectly reasonable to me. So you want to go to Ford there, sorry? Air United, Peterhead, Queen of the South. Right, OK. Aye. Uh, first goal scorer. St. Sutherland, Elgin at home to Cowdenbeath. Stephen Dolby. Aye, maybe Dolby, actually. Scored four goals in the Betfred Cup. Robert Spence, going back to his old club. Dolby's a safer option. Yeah. Ah, fair enough. Uh, so Dolby, his odds will get available later on in the week from McBookie. And that, I think, probably concludes episode three. Is that right? Anything else? Um, commiserations to the Just. Scottish women's team. Uh, I actually sat and watched their game. Like they when listening to the Celtic game. Was that this week? No, that was last, it was Aberdeen. Uh, That's it was our play. It was last Aberdeen. Thursday. Right, it was Aberdeen that was playing at the same time as it. Um, and I, I sat and watched the game, and every time I watch women's football, I come to the same conclusion: it's the goalkeepers are rotten. I, I just pointed out to me, women are generally smaller than men, so the goals are just bigger <laughs> by comparison, which is fair enough, I suppose. Um, but in that game, Gemma Faye she probably been sent off for handling outside the box when a, uh, when the Spanish women was running through and goal. Um, the Scotland goal came from an absolute howler from the uh, Spanish keeper running out and no getting the ball. Uh, but other than that, it was, I mean, the Scottish women needed to win 2 0 and they needed the English women to beat Portugal. And the English women did beat Portugal, and uh, to be honest, Scotland never really looked like getting that. So Spain had battered them. Um, they were lucky to get They got it anyway, so uh, they go home with their heads held high, and in typical Scottish fashion, glorious losers. <laughs> Now they know how we feel. <laughs> um, yeah, it's commiserations. At least they've done something the men haven't done for 20 years, and that's get to major finals. So. Yeah, and the men's under 21s as well. You know, They've not been to one for yeah. 21 years. Somewhat, uh, I think the next time for the women to get to the World Cup, isn't it? Yeah. Some, some Scotland won. I never, I never quite caught what it was. Uh, under 16. Was that what it was? Tournament. Tournament. Aye. Beat Uruguay, uh, I suppose, wasn't it? Beat Uruguay, aye. Aberdeen. 
you know, I wouldn't play, I think, Connor Barron or something like that. Because um, yeah, uh, um, Dembele played the, uh, the younger one, the one at Celtic. Yeah, but I know it's Chelsea yeah, after him. Please don't go down the Islam Farouz. Yeah, I, w- I would hope people at Celtic are telling him about the, the, the story of Islam Farouz and going, don't do it, stay where you are, we're better off. <laughs> but then, the uh, family might get turned with the money on offer, I'd imagine. You know, that would be a thing as well. Well, seemingly, ch- aye, seemingly Chelsea are sniffing a bit already, um, as they usually do. Um, Did you fall asleep there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I just said about. Deserve, yeah. I know, I was just I was just emphasizing the point. <laughs> he's only fourteen, so I, I would hope mm-hmm. he's, he's got a bit of sense of it. I'm led to believe he's he's actually he's quite level headed his parents are keen on to stay where he is at the moment, thinking the opportunities will come later on in his career. So that seems fair enough to me if he wants to follow in the steps of the, the older Dembele Celtic, go for it. Because he obviously he he apparently could have signed for several teams when he came to Celtic, but what's Celtic because he'd actually play. Season at Dembele at Celtic and then we'll see. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the well, thing, Sa- the Sandy is injured until September anyway, so <laughs> maybe rules about outgoing in August. Yeah, maybe. Um, no, the, the other good thing about um, Dembele is, is Karamoko Dembele is that they on his colours to the Master Scotland. So I know they can still technically change um, until they're what, like, before they yeah. officially be. Mm-hmm. He has trained with England once, yes, but he I has, think but he, seems he to came back. In fact, he played against England in this tournament, did he not? Yeah, he did and get subbed off for the guy who scored the second goal. Sure. Well, we'll, we'll keep an eye on his progress. Uh, we seem to be doing better at like, under 19, 17 and below, but it's the 20 wins and yeah. obviously the senior squad that are struggling. Um, yeah, seems to be a mental block there. Getting them to make that step up seems to be the problem as well. We've, the times have had that problem, so. But that's coincidentally as well that we've obviously not had the reserve league for um, 10 years as well because after 1921, there's not really... It's a case of, that's you. <laughs> yeah, but then we've, we've had the reserve league and then we've not had the reserve league and then we've had the development league and it's just we can't make our mind what we want to do and none of it seems to make any difference. Yeah. Aye. Yeah, that's it, aye. Yeah, I've run out of things to talk about. That's all right, you. I'm done. Cheers. Are you okay? Cheers, guys. Cheers. See you later. <laughs>